Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of 1 Peter 5. Your tax-deductible contributions enable us to continue our work to restore Catholic culture and rebuild Catholic tradition. Make a real difference in the church. Go to 1peter5.com forward slash donate today. You're listening to the 1 Peter 5 podcast. It is a real joy for us. Rebuilding Catholic Culture, Restoring Catholic Tradition. My guest today is Lewis Brown, director of the Christ Medicus Foundation, a Catholic healthcare sharing ministry that increasing numbers of the faithful are turning to in lieu of traditional insurance. Now, a few years ago, uh, I wrote an article, I think for Catholic Vote, about how I wish there was a Catholic health sharing option. Uh, this was on the dawn of the Affordable Care Act being implemented, and uh, my wife and I were exploring some of these health-sharing options that were almost always Protestant ministries. Uh, and then some point thereafter, Lewis tried to contact me, and I became elusive because I was always doing something else. And we finally connected, and we wanted to talk about this very interesting alternative. So, Lewis, thank you for being on the podcast with me today. It's a real pleasure to be with you, uh, Steve. Really appreciate the time. So, what is your story and and how did this thing come about and so quickly right so right and i appreciate the introduction just to clarify for anyone listening uh just i'm the director of cmf curo it's the uh health ministry of the christ medicus foundation so i, I work for our executive director michael day wonderful man is one of the founders and cmf curo um, is a catholic health care ministry a program of the Christ Medicus Foundation. And CMF Curo got together and partnered with Samaritan Ministries International to provide a Catholic uh, healthcare sharing option. Members of our ministry uh, also joined Samaritan Ministries International uh, and are empowered, really. Catholics are empowered through their membership in Curo as well as their membership in Samaritan Ministries International to do healthcare sharing, but within the context of a, of a Catholic ministry that is CMF Curo. Can we back up for one second? Because we didn't really explain it in my intro or, or in your answer. What is healthcare sharing ministry? What is sure, that? sure, and it really, it is a new way of living the old missionary the sense of the church. Uh, in the early church, if you read about it in Acts, uh, would share everything in common. Uh, the Lord is about bringing people together, and He's about He's about many things, but of course, He's about community and unity. And so um, in healthcare sharing, you have Christians that are coming to live their faith in their healthcare by coming together to share each other's burdens and bear each other's needs is what is commonly said. And in, in, in practice, and in, human, in the human sense of what that means, it's Christians coming together to directly share their medical cost in full. And so members of Samaritan Ministries International, uh, who are also members of Curo, Every month, uh, for their health to pay for their healthcare needs, will send a, diff- a share payment every month to another member of the ministry. So it's a share payment, not a premium payment. And instead of saying it, saying it to an insurance company, you send it to another member of the ministry. So this month, I will be sending in the mail a check uh, to a woman who has a medical need. I know what her medical need is, generally speaking. I will write her a prayer note, and I will send that check directly to her. She will receive checks from across the country 
that will enable her to pay for her medical bill in full. And that's how she pays for her health care. It's really a way, a beautiful way for Christians to depend on the body of Christ, the Christian faithful, uh, to pay for their medical needs as opposed to doing it in some other alternative fashion. Uh, and it's a beautiful way for people to live their faith in their health care, depend upon the providence of God, depend upon uh, the Christian faithful to pay for their medical needs, really living in, in an act of charity and an act of solidarity with our brothers and sisters across the country. So Samaritan Ministries International, who we've partnered with, they have 58,000 households, in excess of 58,000 households, I believe, uh, around the country, uh, all 50 states. And all these different households will share their medical costs by directly sending each other checks and paying for their medical bills in full. And members of our ministry of Curo um, are seeking to do healthcare sharing, but in a uniquely Catholic way. So they join Curo, they join this Catholic community, just Catholic ministry. They also join Health uh, Samaritan Ministries International. And by being members of Curo, it enables. Uh, our members to live their faith and their health care in a uniquely Catholic way, to participate in the healthcare sharing of Samaritan Ministries International, uh, but in addition to that, have a Catholic community in which they can do that, uh, both from a spiritual sense and also in a human sense, Curo adds some additional features to kind of allow healthcare sharing to be even more, uh, more beautiful, more convenient, more accessible uh, to our members. So I know you're pressed for time today, but there are a couple of questions that this kind of raises that I, I want to hit at. And so sure. uh, we had talked a little bit about what we were going to discuss beforehand, but I want to jump around a little bit. Sure, um, no, that's fine. You know, one of the things that immediately comes to my mind is, so we have these healthcare ministries that exist already. You have MediShare, you have Samaritan Ministries International. I think those are the two big ones. Right. You had to piggyback this Catholic ministry onto one of those because of what existed in the law, right? Right. So what happened was the Affordable Care Act, and literally thanks be to God, has an exemption that says if an individual joins a member, or is it, if an individual joins a ministry that is a healthcare sharing ministry under certain circumstances, under certain conditions, that individual, that, that American citizen that uh, uh, that person is deemed to be exempt from what's called the individual mandate of the Affordable Care Act. So essentially what it says is if, you know, John Q. Citizen joins a health, a healthcare sharing ministry that meets certain qualifications, they do, they're not going to be fined under the Affordable Care Act. Uh, otherwise for not being covered, for not being covered, uh, not having insurance. Right. So if, if one decides to join certain healthcare sharing ministries under certain qualifications, they are not, they are no longer required to purchase health insurance. Um, what the act said, what the law said would, was that you can go and join a healthcare sharing ministry uh, and be exempt, but you're only exempt if you join a healthcare sharing ministry that existed as of December 31st, 1999. Um, the problem with that is that as of December 31st, 1999, there were no Catholic healthcare sharing ministries. And so um, in order for a Catholic ministry to empower Catholics to have this as an option, but to also be exempt from the law and not have to worry about the fines, we had to partner with an existing ministry uh, that we thought would fit very well 
um, with the Catholic community, and we definitely have that in the wonderful ministry at Samaritan. What would be the chief distinctions between? I mean, I'm I'm sure. So what happened with us? I'll just uh, be you know straightforward about it. Is sure. my insurance payments for my family went up? Uh, I think about a thousand percent. Uh, I'm not really sure what it was. Our existing plan was one of the ones that got phased out. So we went p- from paying anywhere between three and six hundred dollars a month, I think, for insurance to we were looking at a fourteen or fifteen hundred dollar a month payment because the Affordable Care Act isn't so affordable. Um, and so that was what we were looking at. And so we started looking into these uh, ministries, and we kind of got on on board with one uh, a while ago. Um, but but what I'm curious about is so so how would CMF Curo be different than a MediShare or a Samaritan? I mean, these are Christian ministries. What are the distinguishing factors between these two now that more and more people are having to look to go to this because they're facing the same situation I was? Right. So so our partner is Samaritan Ministries International, and I think what's unique about Samaritan Ministries is that members directly share amongst each other. So there's no pooling of funds or anything like that, but members are directly sharing and directly sending checks to each other. Um, and it very much uh, fit, fits the, you know, it's very consistent with the move in the, the broader culture, the secular culture towards community, towards sharing. And so we're directly connecting Christians all over the country. And really that's what Samaritan's doing. Uh, with Curo in particular, what's unique about Curo is there's some additional features that Curo has. We provide our members with uh, pricing information that allows them to know, to negotiate uh, what they should be paying to their doctor, to their specialist, to the hospital for a certain procedure that's been provided. And that's unique to Curo. So we provide our members with reference pricing. We also provide our members with uh, what is called a healthcare sharing debit card. Uh, we call it a uh, the CMF Curo membership debit card, and it allows members to have members of Curo uniquely to have the option of receiving the checks um, from the other members of the ministry on a debit card that then allows them to pay for their medical bills with that debit card. That's a big deal. Both of those are a big deal. It is. It is. The the pricing just gives our members information about, you know, what's a good price, what's a bad price, are, you know. Is yeah, it, because most of us are never in the position of having to negotiate that. You're used to going in, you give them your insurance card, it just gets right. taken care of. You don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. That's right. So so that is, it's very helpful. It provides what we call kind of an active knowledge so that, you know, just having that pricing information, our members don't have to find it out themselves. They don't have to do the research. They don't have to figure it out themselves. They're given that pricing information um, at, after they go into the doctor's office and, and essentially the doctor's office uh, puts in information that's on their membership debit card. Uh, two weeks later, and hopefully it'll, over time it will be less than that, members will receive information about the price uh, that they should be paying, that we believe that, that, that the members should be paying. And the price that we're uh, encouraging members to pay is about 125% of the Medicare rate, Medicare rate so 25% more than the Medicare rate. And that enables them, again, to have a starting off point and hopefully a final point of negotiation with their medical provider. And then also just the convenience of, of receiving checks onto one's card allows you to pay for the medical need, not after having to go to the bank to deposit. And process all the paperwork, yeah. Right, and then, and then write a check up against your bank account. But rather, the checks go onto the card and you're able to use it just like you would any other debit, debit uh, Visa card. 
by calling up and providing the card information or uh, doing it over, you know, doing it in person um, or inputting it online if that provider has that option. So, so does CMF Curo have sort of its own pool of, of sharers and funds or is it kind of intermixed with the larger Samaritan? It's, it's completely mixed within the Samaritan Ministries okay. international um, so it's a larger pool, which is, which is, I mean, financially a better picture for people who are participating in it because there's more people, right? Right. So we, we are, our members, we have about a little over 800 households that are in 50 states that are currently uh, engaging in sharing, and they're sharing directly with the 58,000 households uh, in Samaritan Ministries International. Okay. And then what about, you know, I know that some of these sharing ministries especially the the Protestant ones, they have certain restrictions. Like they say, you know, the Bible says you shouldn't drink and all this kind of stuff. And Catholics have a little bit of a more sacramental view of some of, some of those things. And, and you sure. know, you don't have to sign. I mean, do, do Catholics have to sign those same kinds of pledges to be a part of it? They do, but uh, but a couple things. It, it matches up fairly neatly with, um, with the, the Catholic faith in the sense that um, in terms of the, require, of the many requirements of, um, the ministry, it basically says in order to be a member of, of for Samaritan ministries, and you, you should be in a state of grace. It doesn't say that, but that's how we would understand it. So um, a person can join the ministry and either abstain from alcohol or drink in moderation. Mm-hmm. And we know as Catholics that if we were to drink, you know, to, to, to a point of drunkenness, that that would be a moral sin. Right. Um, and so, so there's no, I don't, you know, there's no issue really there. Um, with regard to the use of tobacco, uh, I, you know, it is a little bit of a departure in that sense. And so members of Samaritan ministries can only uh, smoke for celebratory occasions. If someone is a routine chain smoker or, you know, pulling out a cigar or a pipe every day, um, they would not be eligible to join the ministry. But that's just, you know, we believe that the Lord calls us to be uh, stewards of our own health as well as the health of our brothers and sisters. Sure. Just knowing the, you know, the serious effects of, of smoking, uh, the, you know, I think people would just understand that. And then, you know, in terms of the additional requirements, folks have to go to church three times a month. And we know as Catholics, we need to go uh, once every a Sunday, week, right, right. Every Sunday. So it's really, um, you know, the requirement of, of being a, a faithful Catholic is really uh, even stronger than that. So I don't think there's any issue there, as well as the fact that members are should be um, having, uh, you know, physical intimacy uh, only with uh, their, uh, their spouse, their spouse and, and not outside the context of marriage, which, of course, again, is consistent with the moral requirements of our Catholic faith. Right. And so, it's understandable in a sharing ministry. You don't want to be sending money to somebody who's living a lifestyle that's sinful and you're essentially paying for that. I mean, that's right. not. Yeah. That's that, right. That's understandable. You know, you mentioned uh, the price point of negotiation with healthcare providers, the 125% of, of Medicaid, I believe you said, or Medicare. I can't Medicare, remember. That's right. okay, Medicare, that's right. Which, you know, is, is a good deal for physicians because they're getting more money than you'd be getting right. on government that's assistance. Right. That's right. Um, but in general, how does the healthcare cost with a sharing ministry compare to, to other healthcare options? It's, it's much cheaper. Um, for someone that has an employer-sponsored insurance plan, and they're only paying the, you know, they're only giving what is commonly called an employee contribution. It may be the same. Uh, it may be a little bit less. It may be a little bit more. But for especially someone who who works as an independent contractor, they work as uh, a, you know, they own their own business. They're self-employed. Right. They're they're paying premiums for a private individual insurance plan. 
the costs are going to be 50 percent uh, to to 70 you know, cheaper. It's why I'm in it. <laughs> right, right. So for a family of, uh, you know, for a family, married couple with children, they're going to be paying, you know, all in, you know, and again, it doesn't include preventative care, but if one has a medical need, you know, per year, they're going to be paying most likely less than $7,000 a year. Right. Whereas for many private individual insurance plans, people are paying a uh, thousand more a month in premiums. Yeah, and the deductibles so, are still getting really high on a lot of those right, pr- programs. Right, right. and just as a correction, I would say a better a better, a better way of phrasing, just to correct myself earlier, I would say people would save at least 30% and as much as 50% uh, in terms of a, of a cost differential. A higher than that is, is definitely possible. But And you're not talking monthly premium cost differential. You're talking an annual out-of-pocket expense, right? That, that's right. That's right. And I think another thing to think about, too, is that it's not just you know a fine point. We only want folks to, to – and really, it's not about what we want as a ministry, but I think the Lord wants to – Bishop Barron had a, a great speech that I constantly reference, really a talk – about faith, and the Lord wants to be Lord over everything, including the the healthcare decisions that we make as a family, because He loves us as a Father. And so, people should only people should let the Holy Spirit, both the supernatural and natural reality of their lives, dictate their healthcare decisions. And um, we believe that a lot of people, that many Catholics, are called to healthcare sharing. We believe that many you know many Catholics may not be it just dependent upon their particular situation and way in which the Lord's calling them, and so that's the most important thing. And in that way, as Catholics are considering healthcare sharing, it's important that they understand that healthcare sharing is not just like choosing another insurance plan. It's not insurance health insurance at all. It's a cultural shift in how one does their healthcare, and so it's very important that people, you know, pray about it do the research and make sure that it makes sense from both the supernatural, the natural reality of their lives. It gives you an opportunity to be your brother's keeper. That's right. And that's the beautiful thing. But we want, you know, um, if someone has serious pre-existing medical conditions, there's real strong limitations on sharing of that. And so it would not make sense. It may not make sense for them to join. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I think, you know, I know you got to go in a minute, but one of the big questions that I wonder about, and I'm sure most people do when they start going down this road of looking at this option, you know, people have insurance because they're worried about catastrophic industry or illness. They're worried about cancer. They're worried about brain surgery. They're worried about those kinds of things. When something like that happens and you're in a sharing ministry, I mean, the, the costs for that can be astronomical. Are those kinds of things something that, that get paid out if they happen after a member is already involved? In terms of uh, more higher, higher. Yeah. 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 So, no, I mean, I think the way that it works with um, for, for members of Kiro that, that do healthcare sharing through Samaritan Ministries International and for all Samaritan Ministries International members is that you, if one has a medical need, and again, we're not talking about pre-existing medical needs, but once they join a ministry and they have a medical need that comes about, mm-hmm. um, that need is shared up to $250,000 for any one need. So theoretically, if I have five needs in one year, each one of those would be shared by the members of the ministry up to $250,000 for each and each and every one of those, you know, five or six needs for that year. Okay. The overwhelming majority, and, and I think it's a, it's a safe bet to say well over 90% of medical claims never go over, right. um, you know, $100,000. So right, that, right. that captures the overwhelming majority of medical needs for med- but, but definitely there are, a number, you know, 
a lot of people have medical needs that go above $250,000. It's, it's, again, relatively uncommon, but it does happen. And so there's ways of people, there's, there's ways that uh, Samaritan Ministries International, there's additional layers of sharing uh, a, what's called the Save to Share program, where people essentially escrow a certain amount of money um, that only they are only asked to contribute into uh, to a certain family if a family has a need that's above two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So about half of the families that are in Samaritan Ministries International uh, will escrow a couple hundred dollars a year away, and if there is a need that's above two hundred fifty thousand dollars, um, the ministry will use up to half of that total pot um, and call upon those members to submit um, uh, that save to share money. Uh, for that member that has a need that's above $250,000. So do you have time for one last question? Oh, sure. So, you know, I think about things like the case with the Little Sisters of the Poor. Um, is this something that can kind of become a replacement for employers who are trying to offer an option through their small businesses? Uh, you know, they don't really have the choice of of just saying, hey, we're, we're only going to pay if you do a healthcare sharing ministry. Is that... I mean, is there a restriction there, or would that be something that would help a, a group like that? For employers, I think healthcare sharing is definitely uh, an option. And for a lot of employers, I think they would want to say that healthcare sharing is one of many options. Um, it, it may, depending upon the demographic and the culture, the business culture of uh, the employer, you know, it's very likely that they would want to say, you know, we're going to continue to offer healthcare uh, and health insurance. And, Particular, but they they very well may, especially Catholic employers, very well may want to say, but we're also going to offer this healthcare sharing option for an employer that's over 50 employees in almost all situations, not all, but almost all situations. They're going to be required by the Affordable Care Act, the employer mandate, to offer some type of health insurance product to their okay. employees. For a uh, for a company that's under 50 employees. They very, they very well may say that we're going to, we're not going to do insurance. We're going to offer our employees a healthcare sharing option or encourage our employees to look at a healthcare sharing option. Um, so that that it definitely is an option, but I would not say that healthcare sharing in and of itself by itself is a solution to all the different healthcare needs for all you know 300 million Americans. But we sure. do believe that it very much is. One of the one of the key solutions, not the solution, but one of the key solutions to getting a to get it to growing a healthcare culture that reflects the beauty, the love, uh, the charity, the community of, of God. If people want to find out more, where can they go? They would go to cmfcuro.com. It's cmfcuro.com. CMF okay. is the acronym for the Christ Medicus Foundation, and curo curo is a Latin word which means to heal, to care for. Okay, so I'll make sure that I also put a link uh, to that in the, the show notes today. Um, is there, you know, the, I should have asked you because we're coming up on that time of year. There are open enrollment periods in the spring. Is this something that, that falls under those same guidelines? No, no, no. It, it, you know, people, it's like joining, a, it's really truly joining a Christian community and a Catholic community in Curo. And so people will just discern that so they're free to, free to enter anytime they would like and they're free to leave anytime they would like. And again, that's, there's no restraint there. It's just, we want as many folks as the Lord is calling into this community is calling into this ministry. We would love them to join from all over the country. 
um, but only as long as the Lord is is moving them in that direction. If there ever comes a time where someone would want to move into a different direction, then they are free to do so without penalty. And so it is very much a free association of Christians and for Kira, for Catholics, to participate in this beautiful ministry with their brothers and sisters in the Lord, come into community, live deliberately in their health care, share with their brothers and sisters in the Lord, but only for the time in which they believe that the Lord is calling them into. We think for a lot of folks, it's going to be a long time. Uh, but uh, the beauty of it, it's not like an insurance company, and it doesn't act in that way. It's a, a free community uh, that we believe and hope is always led by the Spirit. Well, I'm sure that there are a lot of questions that we didn't get to. So if our listeners and readers have questions, would you be interested in coming on again and maybe addressing I some of those? I would absolutely love to. And, and if you have more time next time, I'd really like to get into your story because I know you've got an interesting story of how you came to be in this organization and, and all the things that you did to get here. So I'd love to tell it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lewis, for being on and we'll be in touch. It's an honor. And thank you for what you're doing, Stephen. And, and thank you for your way of witnessing to the new evangelization and, and being an important um, source of news for people around the country. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now. You have been listening to the 1 Peter 5 podcast. This has been a production of 1 Peter 5 Incorporated, copyright 2016, all rights reserved. Please remember to visit us online at www.1peter5.com. You can join our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash 1Peter5 and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash, you guessed it, 1Peter5. If you feel we have provided you with something of value, please hit our donate page located at 1Peter5.com forward slash donate and make a contribution. It's tax deductible and not only helps pay for our web hosting and the fine content we provide, but keeps food on our tables, coffee in our cups, and the lights on, which really helps us see what we're doing. Until next time, I'm Steve Skojak. Thanks.